Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. Coaches, the Jamoti Podcast is powered by Bology. Manage and measure your players' skill development and increase accountability year-round utilizing the Bology app. Boost inter-squad competition with drills backed by the National High School Basketball Coaches Association, including a 40-shot Bology skills assessment. Please visit Bology.com teams for information on how you can provide this resource for your team. 27 years uh, as a head coach or coaching overall? 27 years as a head coach. Wow. Okay. So you've been around so many great leaders, maybe worked with them, coached against them, or even coached them yourself. Uh, what's one or more qualities that you see in great leaders? I, I think is uh, the the thing the word that comes up is authenticity, you know, and 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 I think that's probably has um, has become more relevant with the different generations as kids change. Like I, I always say this, Matt, like kids can spot a fraud. You know, they can spot out a fraud real fast. And if you're uh, known, if they believe that you're not authentic and you're you are come off as as even slightly fraudulent. All that other stuff, what you're trying to teach, all of that, all of the things that we'll talk about in coaching, if you're not your authentic self and can admit that you and I are already talking about how. We're trying to get as long as we've been in the game, how we're trying to get better. And if you're not conveying that to your players that, hey, maybe I screwed that up. I'm going to have conversations. This is who I am. I, I'm not perfect. And you could sit down and have a laugh with them. And OK, it's not personal. Then we go on. Uh, out and coach, I'm a I'm a you know, I always say I'm from New York. I have some <laughs> I have some tendencies that maybe aren't always perfect or great. Uh, but this is, this is, you know, that may have taken a while to develop the ability to admit mistakes, laugh at yourself, yeah. give someone a hug, tell them you love them, not be embarrassed by all that, just being your authentic self. And I think, uh, I think great leaders, there's, and you know, there's a lot of things about leadership where you can say, and you've heard this many times, you're like, hard to describe but I know it when I see it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, And I think if you're not, if you're inauthentic, you don't have a chance in particularly with today's athletes. I just, you don't, cause there's, there's so much that, that, you know, so much time we spent w- with them so much more than their, uh, you know, I got international players that don't see the parents maybe once a year, but mm-hmm. you know, during the season, uh, and I, I need to be that authentic self and that leader and realize that I make mistakes too. We're trying to, uh, uh, we're all trying to get better every day, even as long as I've been doing it as a coach. And I think that allows kids to, to let their guard down and know that their, their coaches, uh, you know, you say kids spot a fraud. And if you're, if you're fraudulent to your team, uh, it's going to be so hard to, uh, to lead them to where recover. You want. It's going to be hard to recover yes. from that. Perfect word to recover. Have you always been that way? Or because I think easier at some point, 
um, maybe after some skin in the game, some experience, maybe getting your butt kicked a few times, or even, I mean, great if you could learn from success, but uh, I think as a younger coach, I definitely struggled with knowing who I was as a coach and a leader, maybe trying to portray something I thought that I should be based on maybe my past or who I looked up to, you always felt like that's a big part of your coaching persona authenticity, or is it something, was there a kind of like a, a, a click moment? Yeah. I, uh, I appreciate that question. I, I did, so I got my first job right after, you know, played two years of grad school. And at 24, I was a head coach of, of what would probably be the equivalent of like a, 4A in Texas. Okay. You know. And you know, what what I knew how my high school coach was. I knew how my college coach was. I didn't I didn't know who I was. You know, I didn't know that offense, defense, I knew we we're just gonna play hard and tough, and that's what we did, and we're gonna charge drills, and we're gonna roll the ball out, we're gonna crash into each other, and you're gonna be tough. Who cares about injuries? Let's go. Who let's, cares let's about crack injuries? Skulls. Right? It was like <laughs> we are gonna, and I don't want to show, you know, yeah. that old uh uh you know w- when you're uh first get into teaching, they're say, you know, don't let them see you smile until Thanksgiving, right? You, you know, I okay, and probably I was probably like that, you know, yeah. a, a little uh more autocratic and dictatorial about mm. how we're going to do it, and you know. I just got done playing. What do you guys know? You don't know anything. I don't want to hear about what, you know, as a player, I'm going to tell you. And I think maybe getting like some su- success as a head coach. And, you know, I had to show everybody that co- part of that is, is, you know, there's always a lot of answers in how we grew up. Right. I was sure raised by my grandparents uh, uh, my grandparents raised 10 kids of their own, raised me as their 11th. And my grandfather was a, you know, people have heard stories me tell about my grandfather. It's just a tough, he was one of those guys, you you come after a game and, you know, you had 29 points and you feel great about yourself. And he would say, you were nine for 10 from the foul line. They're free. How do you miss something that's free? That's tough. That, that that's was tough. And that's, then you, you know, so that's how you kind of grew up, and uh, and that's how you felt like we were gonna, and and then I think you get you get a more soft. You didn't want to be, I didn't want to be thought of as soft. And I'm gonna talk to the players and check in with them and rub. And I think after time, you just get more confidence, more you know maybe some success behind your coaching, uh, and, and just uh, you take a little bit of a breath and pause for a little bit, and, and I. And I think, as as you know, having children, mm. you know, yeah. you know, I have a daughter that's that's twenty. Uh, so, you know, the first uh, seven years as a head coach, I I I was twenty four to thirty in that area, no kids, and and then when Emily came, you have a different perspective of being a parent, and 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 almost you know more of how the parents are seeing it and, and just a little bit more, I think a little gentler, soft, softer side. And I think, uh, you know, and now over the years of, of being here at St. Edwards, I think we try to develop, you know, it's uh, the mission is about 
we all want to win, right? And it's hard to win in your league. It's hard to win in my league. But St. Edwards is is about developing the whole person, mission-driven. We never really talk about, like, wins and losses, right? And I think because of that, it is about the, about our players, and I enjoy the time with them. And it just become more – I guess as you get as you get doing it, Matt, you become more comfortable yeah. in your own skin. And, you know, like, this is how – it's okay for me to envision the game my way mm. and – or Coach Saman to envision the game his way, right? And it's 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 okay, and we can learn from each other. And uh, I probably just didn't have that confidence of this is how I see the game, and this is how we're going to do it. Well, that takes time, and, and unfortunately, there's some of those early on teams that you feel like you got to apologize for because you're experimenting with them, yes. you know, yeah. trying to run crazy systems like Grinnell and stuff, and just realizing yeah. that. Man, that'll get you fired. But you know, you're you're right on the money because it's it's Rick Torbett said it takes about 10 years to really figure out who you are. And and not that you ever get it all figured out, right? But to where like you feel like you can be authentic in front of your team because you're not just like selling a vision that you've really never seen happen before. You're selling a vision that you truly believe in because you've seen it happen. Right. Uh, actual experience versus relative experience, like actual trumps it every single time. Right. And, and, but I love that you chose that word authenticity because it is something that uh, I think early on personally struggled with. And then, but that authenticity is inspiring. Like if you, instead of being just motivational, let's be inspirational and inspirational is authentic. Letting your players know that, one, I I do make mistakes. I've made a ton in my life, even teaching from those. But I mean, I just think that is I, I will get behind somebody that I feel like I truly know who this person is. Yeah, it, that I, and I and I totally agree. And I think that that's uh, you know, as these as these guys eighteen to twenty two, you have that fifteen to seventeen age group. Those are so important, right, in their development and growth. And you feel like you can, they can come in here and, and into the office and we can talk about real things. And, and that's got to help us. You know, if I can just like, we have two players uh, that as freshmen, I'm, I'm going to, Blake Nielsen uh, is from Perth, Australia. Uh, his father is the assistant coach with the Spurs. Uh, and, they moved to Austin because he coached the Austin Spurs team, right? First, and then moved yeah. on with the, the big team. And Gavino Ramos and and somebody uh, recently asked me. They went from freshman hardly playing to sophomore starting point guard, and Blake was a starting four man, third team all league. How did that occur? Now, there's many factors to it, right? And I'm not. Uh, they they deserve all the credit, right? Uh, of working at it, getting stronger, kind of th- you know, kind of sure. thin guy, and and now they are legitimate. If you talk to other players in other coaches in the Lone Star, they would say Gavino and and uh, and Blake are legitimate Lone Star starters and good players on on what we hope is a good basketball team. How how did they get there? Again, all the credit, but I think an important thing that is lost on that is our relationship. 
that they th- those kids and you've had these guys over your time they come in and we talk about a lot of things we laugh there's always uh we, we we have to be serious they don't take it personally they can come in and Blake as the captain could say coach I I think we we are we're looking at it the wrong way or we need to do this so that trust that relationship that love and joy that we have together I believe is a factor that's allowed them to go on the court and be totally comfortable that they're not looking over their shoulder they know yeah. I got their back and that authentic that authentic relationship is is a factor in helping the players get better just like skill development just like being in the weight room just like running hills just working on all that part of your game but if you know that you can look over your shoulder and and we're you know you were in it together and my coach has my back and and there's a there's that relationship and that cannot happen if it's the coaches up here and then there's the players and it's just that you know uh relationship where I go out I'm going to coach them and then that's it it just if it is like that those guys aren't going to reach their potential and I'm not going to reach my potential because I need to hear from them too and if it's uh uh if we're just trying to appease each other and don't have a real relationship we're not going anywhere and that part and people talk to me about that like how did how did they jump from Gavino Ramos I told Gavino we played in the Lone Star tournament last year I'm like and I was irritated with them. I said, the only way you're getting in is if Daniel Benzant falls out. That's the all I'm telling you right now. You're not getting in. That was last year. Daniel Benzant didn't fall out. We played and and but Gavino stuck to it, stuck to it, and we built our relationship. He's the point guard, Blake's the captain. And I have other guys, but those two guys in particular, sophomores, took their game to another level. And I think the re- the authentic relationship is a, is a big part of it. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.